Good morning, Lexington, Central Kentucky. This is Skinny. Welcome to Skinny on the Home, Central Kentucky's fastest growing home improvement show. All right. Um, and that is uh, by Brad. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. This is, I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney. We are a live call-in show. We're at 873-9566. We're going to be talking about kitchens and bathrooms today. We uh, mainly about kitchens. We'll probably get to some. We'll get to some bathrooms. We are uh, brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. They are at two two nine six six four one. Jobs are waiting for you. The Building Institute is waiting for you, and employers are waiting. If you're, this is a trade school teaching carpentry, HVAC, electric, plumbing. All those things, give them a call. They're at two two nine six six four one. This is Skinny on the Home. We're answering your questions, giving you the Skinny on Home Improvement, remodeling, designing, building. Whether you're doing it yourself, hiring a friend, a relative, or hiring a professional, we're here to educate uh, on the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. And again, this week we're going to be talking about kitchens and baths. And um, the question I want to put out there to everybody. For those of you that have animals and pets, uh, especially dogs and cats in the house, and how are you using your kitchens? Are you Have you incorporated anything into your kitchen design or the cabinets or a bottom drawer of how you're using your, uh, your food and water bowls? And uh, if you found anything that works good, give us a call, share your, share your ideas and uh, your latest uh, that you have with, that, with animals, pets dogs and cats in your kitchen and how you're the the water bowl and the food bowl again we're at 859-873-9566 or if you just got a general question about or things about kitchen as we get into this uh, that we'll we'll go into some of the designs that i want to talk about and and some of the things that are coming one one question that that's come in it says do we find that many of clients are interested in sustainability sourced, eco-friendly, or fair trade products? And do we actively advocate for these products? Are clients willing to pay more for these product products? Or do you find that the increased price is a deterrent? So, again, this is a question that was uh, talking about sustainability and uh, green, eco-friendly, environmentally friendly products, things like that, that we... Do we have those? Do clients ask for those? And a lot of it, I think a lot of it depends on which area of the country that you're in. But one one answer that came in that she said that she would say about 60% of our clients like the idea of sustainability and eco-friendly products, but only about 25% will actually be willing to pay more for it. Even if she explains the benefits of it, uh, a fan that is super quiet versus one that is a little noise will lose lose out most of the times so they're willing to ignore the noise if it comes down to saving some dollars since everyone wants to spend less if they if and when they can so it really depends on the products and some of the uh, pieces that you're using in there and that's we'll talk about some cabinetry and some things like that today again this is skinny on the home i'm your host jimmy skinny mckinney we are at 859-873-9566, taking your calls today about kitchens, kitchen and bathroom remodeling, doing it yourself, hiring a professional, uh, sustainability. So it really just depends on the area of, of the country, 
um, and what you're looking for in in a product sustainability. So you can do things like American made products. That's that's a big one. Buying cabinets that are made in America is a, is a big one. Um, getting some of our with the with the trade wars that are going on and the things like that that are causing our cost in the construction industry to rise right now. Um, buying cabinets that are less of less quality and different materials might save a little bit, but with the trades coming in, you know, that could there's some of those products that aren't as green um, as others. So sometimes buying buying local, staying local, um, remodeling in general is green in, in its in itself because you're you're repurposing, remodeling, redoing a structure that's already there. Even if you're taking out a lot of materials and putting materials back, you're not um, the impact of remodeling versus groundbreaking on something new is is a little bit different, but. Nothing against new home construction or you know new construction at all. That's there's a, a great need for that as well, and building our communities and things too. But so the big big thing on sustainability, if you have a vendor, supplier, contractor, or someone you talk to that as talks about eco friendly products, or you you want to know more about those things, just get all the ins and outs and um, what's the Pricing, you know, is price going to be a factor? Are you willing to pay more for that? And, you know, if you're looking at, at some of those things. So, hey, we're going to go to the phone lines. We've got Joey from Irvin on the phone here with us. Hey, Joey. Hey, Skinny. How you doing, man? I'm um, great. How's your day hey, going? I'm doing good, man. I, I don't have no, I don't have no questions today. I just wanted to, I just wanted to call and say that um, I'm a longtime listener for 99.1 and, uh, um, I just want to say that I enjoy listening to your show every day, and and I, I hope it keeps going on for a while, man. I really, I really enjoy listening. Thanks, and uh, you know that's 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 encouraging, Joey. That uh, you know, I was uh, you always wonder sometimes when you when you're doing a show and you don't get a lot of calls, and you know you know people are listening because I drive around listening to ninety nine one two and uh, the impact that it has. So it really means a lot to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I like just sitting here listening to, um, you know, listening to the way you explain things. And it's just, I really enjoy the show and I hope it goes on for a long time. And, man, and I love, I love your catchphrase, man. I love your skinny. I love that, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. If you saw every, me, I, I've, <laughs> I, I weigh, I've weighed the same since I was uh, in high school. So it's, it's a, it's a name that stuck <laughs> way back when, so. <laughs> I like it when you get on the show and say, Skinny! <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to call him in and say I really enjoy your show, and, and I love hearing the advice you give, and, and and just thank you so much for your show, and I hope you keep, keep doing it for a long time, man. Thanks, Joey. That means a lot. And I uh, hope right. you have a blessed day, and uh, and uh, I'll, I'll keep doing my best that I can. So. All right. Thanks, Skinny. Yep. Thanks. Bye. All right, thanks. That was that was great, man. That's you know what I just that was a I've been that was an answer to prayer right there. You know, not that not that we need those you know affirmations and things, but you know that was um, to know if it's if it's having an impact and stuff. So thank you, Joey. Thank you for that call. That means a lot. That uh, gives me fuel to to give the best that I can and keep going for you guys too. So all right, this is Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Skinny. 
And we are at 873-9566 and uh, taking your calls. We're talking about kitchens today, uh, sustainability products. Again, we at, so at JNR Construction, we're a design build remodeling company. We have designers on staff. If you were going to do a kitchen remodel with us, we would go through the design process first, shopping selections as we're designing. We get a production involved and trade contractors involved early on in those things. And, uh, you know, a lot of those things get flushed out in the, in the design. It may be cool or look cool, but once you get it into your actual space, you know, we always say at the end of the day, it's your home. Uh, if you want, if you want a pink kitchen, we'll give you a pink kitchen. We just may not uh, take pictures and put it on our website, but it's, it's the, uh, you know, so it, it really comes down to design and the driver of, of any price and any remodel, anything you're going to do really depends on the design and, and the layout and what you're going to do. So getting eco-friendly, sustainable products, we utilize a lot of those, especially using local sources for things. Is, and like I said, and, and remodeling in general is green, green in itself. So I want to talk about countertops for just a minute. And um gentleman that used to work for us um, works for one of our countertop uh, companies now. And he's real big on, and I, I was getting some information on, this uh, countertop material called Dekton. D-E-K-T-O-N. So if you go to Dekton.com or just Google that word, and thinking about outdoor kitchens. So outdoor spaces, countertops, things that uh, require sealing or not sealing. You hear those, okay, do I have to seal granite? What's quartz? What's quartzite? You know, all these different, you know, marble, laminate, and and decton. And then you think about an outdoor, say you're going to do an outdoor kitchen, outdoor bar area that's not covered. Okay, so now you've got UV rays involved in that, the heat, the temperature, the extreme cold and hot. So Dekton is a um, it's a sophisticated blend of raw materials used to produce the very latest in glass and porcelain, as well as the highest quality quartz work surfaces. And the great thing about Dekton is it's a um, UV agent um that the UVs won't discolor it and things like that. So if you're going to do an outdoor space and you looking at granite, of course, granite is, um, we'll talk about granite here in a minute, but granite and, and kind of a quartz material, you don't want to use some, and it, also limestone. Limestone countertops are becoming more popular, especially outside. Um, you think about we all have, some of us have, there's lots of limestone here in Kentucky. We have limestone walkways and those things, but using that for a countertop. Now, it's it may not be, um, it may hold stains and some other things. So it's, you want to do a lot of, of uh, research, ask good questions of your countertop place. But, man, that um, there's several places downtown that are, are great. Uh, there's a lot in Nicholasville that we use, great countertop companies, just to ask a lot of questions and um, get educated. You want to have that. You want to have a teacher as kind of your your rep if you're going to do that. And uh, but Dekton is um, is great, and uh, it's it can be it's a natural stone goes undergoes when subject to high temperatures and pressures over thousands of years, and it's uh, the particle technology that's in there, and it's it's just a great a new product that's out. But uh, Eric, that uh, 
used to work for us. He's a big proponent of of Decton and and uh, really likes it. But uh, take a take a look at that if you're planning on an outdoor space and are thinking about what type of material to use for that. Hey, this is uh, Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney. We are at 873-9566. Give us a call, 873-9566, talking about kitchens today. On the second half of the show, I'll probably have um, Ashley Prophet, who's one of our uh, interior designers, will be joining me on the show, taking your calls. If you've got any interior design questions and things like that, that'll come up. Hey, you can also text us at 225 225- Zero one six two, you know, on the outdoor kitchens, outdoor, we're we're all moving, and a lot of our clients are developing their kitchens and opening them up to the outdoors because that's that's kind of the the most popular areas of the home that we're renovating right now are kitchens, baths, and decks, sunrooms, outdoor spaces like that. So those are those are really popular right now. The uh, the colors. For let's talk about kitchen cabinets. You know, it's still white, white, white. <laughs> Everything's white, and uh, whites and grays. But we're we're doing a lot more blues now as well. So uh, blues are coming in, and browns, um, darker tones are coming back too, and, and kind of a mixture of colors. And even having appliances that are colorful and not just your standard black and standard stainless. Having some blue appliances, um, especially in our state, Kentucky blue, that'd be uh, come in and you see a nice big blue stove that's right there. That would be uh, that would be pretty cool. So open open kitchen, you know, a lot of clients, a lot of older homes here in the area in Central Kentucky that have closed off rooms. You know, when back in the day you had an individual room almost for each individual place, but we're we're still opening up spaces to open up walls to. Uh, more open floor plans. When you when you move from a compartment, this is a quote from um, from Kitchen and Bath News. When you when you move from compartmentalized living to a more open floor plan, the challenge becomes how to integrate the aesthetics of all the rooms so that everything works together as one collective design. Views from everywhere in any of the rooms need to feel cohesive. So that's that's one thing too. So if you you're going to open up spaces between, think about okay, when I come in the front door, I'm going to be able to see all the way to the back of my house now. How is that all going to flow together? What's the cohesiveness of the house going to be? Because you don't want to just do. I mean, kitchens look great in magazines, and you might you might pick out things or see something online. And that's what you want, but you may put that kitchen in your house and it not look great with everything else. So you want to work with. Um, or consult with possibly a designer or design build firm that can work through that. If you're going to do it yourself, you can still coordinate or work with a designer as part of a project. We know several designers at JNR Construction. If even if it's not with us, several that we use outside of uh, outside of the company, several different designers and design firms that are just great to work with. So, like like I said, whites, grays. Um, when you're opening up spaces for kitchens, when you're taking down walls, you lose a lot of storage. So that's something to think about too. If you're going to open up the space and remove walls in your in your space, how are you going to regain storage if you're going to lose lose that storage? So that's the compromise of an open floor plan. So, however, you know, there's 
there's storage areas that can be added back if you're going to expand into dining room spaces or living room spaces. We'll, we've developed some where we open up walls and we can still use 12-inch cabinets as base cabinets and make a smaller so it doesn't stick out you know, 24 inches from the wall if you need some space. So there's ideas there you can do. And any, any local cabinet company uh, supplier, too, has software that can draw you up a kitchen. Um, our firm, we can do a whole house and we can do the kitchens, the baths, and things like that, too. But thinking about all those things, if you're going to, that's the big renovation right now, you know, kitchens and bathrooms, that's, that's where it's at. That's the biggest bang for your buck, too. And uh, But opening up all those spaces to invite more, because that's where we all entertain. You know, how many times do we have people over, and it's usually centered around food. And, it, you know, that's the same model, you know, Jesus had back if you read, read in the Bible. He was, always, he was always going somewhere, and he was always eating. <laughs> and uh, but he did a lot more than that. But he was always at somebody's house eating fellowship, sharing, all those things. And um, so it's, it's as we open up the kitchens, think about how you're going use to the, use the space, how do you entertain, open up walls and things like that. And, um, you know, what's the best way to open up that? Maybe you don't open up a wall all the way. Maybe you take it down halfway and create a bar area uh, to kind of serve from one room to the other. We've done that in quite a few projects because sometimes opening up the whole space doesn't make sense. So that's why having a good design and a good plan. But hey, we're talking about kitchens today, and uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, we'll have our um, one of our designers join us, Ashley Prophet, and um, we'll be taking your calls. We're at eight seven three nine five six six. You can text us at two two five zero one six two. This is Skinny on the Home, brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. Welcome back. This is Skinny. This is Jimmy Skinny McKinney. This is Skinny on the Home. We are 859-873-9566. We are a live call-in show. If you want to call and be on the air with us, talking about kitchens and bathrooms this week, we are brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. Give Bruce and my friends a call down there at 229-6641. If you're looking to uh, get into the trades or you have a, um, a student or... Um, a child that uh, doesn't know what they want to do after after high school or getting into a career, uh, the trades might be for you. you know, these folks are graduating, getting high-paying jobs um, with no school debt when they're done. So it's, that's just that's an awesome way to, to start out, having a, a good, successful path there in the trades. All right. We are um, talking, about, talking about kitchens. We left. We were talking about open Open kitchen promotes entertaining and opening those floor plans and um, those things. Again, the colors, the kitchen cabinets, you know, whites, grays, and blues are coming in, like your navy blues. We did one. Uh, we had the, for those of you that came out on the tour of Remodeled Homes, we had a whole house renovation, and we did the island was a Kentucky blue, and it was it was awesome. It looked great. We had um, kind of a gray, kind of a gray-blue, uh, lighter main cabinet line and uh, around the perimeter. And then we had a, a real bold statement in the island in the Kentucky blue uh, in the middle. So hoods are, hoods are a big one too. You know, the old uh, putting the sometimes space 
if you have the space, doing a separate hood that kind of gives a statement there instead of putting the um, microwave over the range. But sometimes with the space, you may only be limited. That may be the only space to put one. But, you know, sometimes a lot of our clients that reaching over a stove up with a microwave where now microwaves have come so far, either the small ones or some of our clients don't even use microwaves anymore. They're uh, putting in steam ovens, which you can do just about anything in a steam oven except pop popcorn, which in my family, we've, uh, we're big fans of the Whirly Popper and, uh, we've made homemade popcorn. Man, gosh, almost since I've been married. So I've been married 17 years. So it's probably 15 years we've been making homemade popcorn. So my girls still like the microwave popcorn every now and then, but most of the time we go through, Hey Brad, you know, you know, those big, you can get the big bags of, uh, uh, kernels, uh, popcorn at Sam's. So we go through 50 pounds of popcorn a year <laughs> in our house. We could, we eat a lot of popcorn, but, um, the, uh, Hey, we're, this is skinny on the home. We're talking about kitchens, uh, this week. Uh, we may talk a little bit about bathrooms. If you got questions about kitchens, products, countertops, uh, styles, trends, any of those things. My question I threw out earlier, if you have a, if you have a pet or an animal, and you've got a water dish and a food dish, and you incorporate that into how you use your kitchen and space or um, thoughts there, give us a call. Again, we're at 873-9566, or you can text us at 225-0162. And we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, detailed on uh, countertops and types and the kind of do's and don'ts and some of those things when uh, uh, later on here in the show. So I'll talk a little bit about uh, real estate trends impacting design, especially if you're if you're thinking about a lot of times we have clients we'll meet with that maybe they're not going to stay in their house for a long period of time. Maybe it's a couple more years, but more often than not, uh, clients that we talk to, mo- most people are staying where they're going to they're going to be for another ten years at least. And um, but we have a handful of clients that are looking just to do a few little renovations. And what can we do to update it, to put it on the market and sell? We had one client uh, a couple years ago. She was moving, and um, we didn't. We kept all of our existing cabinets. We replaced the countertop. We did new flooring, and on our existing cabinets, we painted them white, and it just really opened up and popped and. Um, that was, she sold her house within a couple of weeks uh, when she was moving. She actually called me. She's like, she's now going to find a place to live. <laughs> and uh, she wasn't expecting her house to sell that quick. But her cabinets were oak cabinets. And one thing on oak cabinets, if you're, if you look at painted cabinets and especially a lot of in magazines and pictures and online, that wood species might be a birch or a maple or, or something like that, where it's a, not as grainy as uh, as oak is. Now, if you have an oak cabinet and you paint that, that paint just absorbs into that grain. And we've got one uh, company that we use that uh, still puts a, a second or an additional uh, primer on oak, but you're still going to see that grain. So something to think about if you're going to if you're thinking about painting your cabinets and you have oak cabinets. 
uh, just be prepared and talk to your painter or whoever you're going to have do that, that you might have, you're going to have some grain possibly that's still going to raise through and show. So if that's not a look you're going for, you may not want to paint your cabinets. And, uh, but that particular client did, sold the house, moved, and then it was, um, it was a year later. We just actually finished up a kitchen, another kitchen remodel for her in her existing house. We, we actually didn't take down the wall between the kitchen and the living room, but we cut it open to op- make it like a half wall and uh, redid the kitchen, redid all the floors. And um, it's, it's a great space that she's got there now. But that's some of the real estate trends impacting design. You know, if you've got good quality cabinets, you could just give them a, a a good coat of paint, but painting cabinets, it, it is all in the, all in the prep work. And, um, our process and how we do that, we actually take the doors and the drawers off site and those get prepped and sprayed just like they would come from the manufacturer. And then the boxes are, are done on site. Another thing on painting your cabinets, a lot of times the painting doesn't include interior painting of those cabinets, you know, so the shelves and the inside, it's really just the outside and the frame, what you see on the outside. So if you want the inside painted as well, just make sure that your the expectations, if you're doing that through a painter, through a company, you relay that, that's going to cost you more. We actually had one client that, that wanted that and the price of doing that versus just buying new cabinets didn't make sense. So we just bought all new cabinets. So sometimes the offset of that. Uh, but if you're going to do it yourself, you can definitely save some there and uh, whatnot. So another real estate trend that's growing in many markets, um, especially those that have severe housing shortages, is accessory dwelling u- units, a.k.a. the granny pods. Um, <laughs> those actually are, are on the docket. Uh, they're being discussed here in, in Kentucky, um, having a separate unit to where um, an in-law suite, mother-in-law suite, because um, multiple generations are living together. I know when we, when me and my wife, when we, uh, early on in our marriage, our mother-in-law lived with us and um, the uh, we didn't have a separate unit. She lived uh, with us in, in our, in our basement. And, um, but those are becoming more and more popular and you have to look at the codes. Uh, sometimes they don't allow you to have multiple appliances in those accessory dwelling units because around central Kentucky and rental units and things like that, um, there's, there's some codes there that you have to work through. So check with your local building inspection office if you're thinking about doing a, an accessory dwelling unit. But uh, California right now is big on accessory dwelling units and multi-generational living, uh, especially, you know, cost of living out there. But we're seeing that here in in Kentucky. We've we've been in multiple homes where there's sometimes four generations living under one home, and so having an ex a separate space uh, for your loved ones that's maybe accessible too. Maybe accessibility, uh, aging in place. You may have heard that term. Universal design, ADA, handicap. I mean, those are all terms in the in that uh, in that realm where you may not need wheelchair access, but maybe you need something that still is curbless. Um, there's there's ways and products and things to look at. So if you're thinking about accessory dwelling units and kitchens are a big part of that too. So you may not be able to 
put a whole stove in a unit if you don't have the space. Maybe you use hot plates and cooktops and ovens and things like that. Or um, what do you call them? The toaster ovens, those things. All right. Hey, this is Skinny on the Home, brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny uh, McKinney. We are at 859-873-9566. Answering your questions on remodeling, designing, building. Uh, If you've got any pet stories on storage ideas for water dishes, food dishes, things like that, uh, give us a call. Tell us uh, how you're using those spaces on that. All right, some... uh, some kitchen styles. Let's get into some of the styles that are out there. This one designer quoted, uh, I feel that modern and transitional styles drive the kitchen market and help homes sell faster. So we're still talking about some of the real estate trends and impacting design. So selling a home faster, modern and transitional designs are helping homes sell a lot faster. When it comes uh, to color and in certain markets, again, white, white, and more white. <laughs> the uh, the shaker style cabinets still rule right now. And that's even in our market. We're, we're coming around to those. And Kentucky is uh, sometimes catches up to the coastal areas um, a little bit in, in delay there. But uh, we're still seeing a lot of white and gray, again, browns and browns and blues for cabinets. Appliances, you know, stainless is still the most popular right now, but stainless has come a long way. They make a uh, kind of a fingerprintless stainless now. You have to pay a little bit more, but that's something to think about too. If you want stainless steel appliances, talk to your appliance company and, uh, you know, touch and feel, see how fingerprints are going to work on there. If you're, you know, every time you have a lot of kids and you're going to have to wipe down the, the surfaces. Uh, multiple times a day, you may not want something like that, or you may do want something like that. So a lot of things to process and think about when it comes to a remodel in the kitchen. And that's why, so at JNR Construction, when we go through the design process, it's it's usually from the time somebody calls till we're in the house can take about uh, two and a half to three months just because you go through a lot of design and shopping and questions and, and getting things uh on the front end planned out and go through all those different scenarios and, uh, and those things. And especially if you, a couple of weeks ago I was talking about if you just moved into a place and you've remodeled before, you may know already what you want. But if you've, you just moved into a place, use your kitchen, use your space for a while, see how you like, see what you don't like, see what you like. And then if you're going to, you know, you're going to do a kitchen remodel when you've bought the place then you can really see, okay, well, I want my I want my silverware drawer over here. I want glasses over here. And as you start designing that, it'll come to pass there. So, all right, it's kind of the last words on real estate trends impacting design. You know, kitchen improvements often drive a buyer's decision on the purchase and how much they will pay. High-end appliances and good lighting are features buyers demand. Value is market-driven. You know, um, while these... Features and our desires, how much they add depends on the market, on your area. So that's a good conversation to have with your clients and the price they're going to pay. So a lot of that, again, good lighting, um, bright open spaces. That's why a lot of clients, a lot of will be moving. They'll they'll paint their cabinets into a bright color. Uh, it just really makes that uh, 
stands out, but kitchens and, and bathrooms and the outdoor spaces. That's a lot of clients that were remodeling outdoor rooms and additions that that's the reason why they bought the house. They like that offset. And uh, we've got a couple of clients that we're talking to right now that we're going to build a sunrooms and that's right off the kitchen and they'll, they're going to eat breakfast, lunch and dinner out there, you know, enjoying the outdoors and um, having screened in rooms or completely conditioned spaces are um, all those things to think about. So when I come back from the break, we'll talk about um, a lot of the different types of countertops and those things. So uh, some misconceptions of granite, um, you know, and using hot pads or not hot pads, all those things, uh, butcher block, quartz, quartzite, dolomite, decton. I mean, all these names that are out there for all these different countertops. So what all those mean and, and things. So stay tuned. We'll be back and we'll be uh, wrapping it up with kitchens talking about countertops. This is Skinny on the Home brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. All right. Welcome back. This is Skinny. This is Jimmy Skinny McKinney. This is Skinny on the Home. We're a live call-in show, answering your questions, giving you the skinny on home improvement. We're brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. They are at 229-6641. Give Bruce a call down there. They're enrolling students, uh, taking them through courses on carpentry, HVAC, electric, plumbing. And they actually just started this year their licensing program on a path to licensing for electric and um, and plumbing on there. So. All right, we are uh, talking this week uh, about kitchens and um, products, trends, all those things. We talked through um, kitchen cabinets and styles and colors and um, all those things. And, uh, and I told you guys that was, uh, and she just literally right off the highway is joining us. Is yes. Ashley Prophet, our our uh, one of our certified interior designers here at Jane R Construction. Thanks for. Coming straight from the interstate to the <laughs> thanks for to having the radio. me. Yeah, so we uh, I saved the best for last. So we're okay countertops and and you and I were talking on the phone a little bit before before the show about some of the some of the misconceptions of granite and and uh, countertops and things like that. But and I was at a place yesterday talking about granite, quartz, quartzite, dolomite, uh, decton. You know all these. Things. I talked about decton earlier, which is. Uh, um, Eric, that used to work with us, he, he mm-hmm. works for this company now, and they uh, that's a great outdoor product because it's it's got a UV protector and, and things like that. So for outdoor kitchens, that's a it's it's a quartz, it's just like quartz, but it, it's got a, it's built a little bit different. The quality's a little different. So you know, it was interesting. They were talking about quartz yesterday and quartzite. And he said, uh, if you've been told that you're getting a quartzite material and it's around $65 a square foot. He said, that's not quartzite. He said, most quartzite that he is seeing, it's, it's over a hundred dollars a square foot. So there's a lot of uh, places that are misrepresenting countertop products that are out there as well too. But so granite, uh, it was interesting. I didn't know the level of quality was different from depending on where it came from in the world. And uh, he was talking about that, that, your highest quality granite is from Brazil. And then as it starts going down in um, Africa and India are kind of the 
the lesser quality of, of granites that might require ongoing maintenance and ongoing sealing and stuff like that. But talk a little bit about some countertops and, and some things there on the, on the design side, but also how to use it in the space and some misconceptions. So I still think granite is um, easier to take care of than most clients think that it is. Um, They do put a sealer on there, and you were talking about based on where it comes from. It is sealed pretty well. Most clients think that they have to do something monthly to it. That's not necessarily the case, even if it is a lesser quality granite. Um, The only product that you really need to have a lot of maintenance with is a butcher block top and you want to make sure that that butcher block is moisturized well and that's something that you have to when you first get it do weekly and then it kind of becomes a monthly thing to maintain that countertop that's very trendy right now and I don't think that a lot of clients know the maintenance behind that yeah, so it looks did, really pretty um, but it is a high maintenance yeah product. we did we did one kitchen that was a it was all uh, oak tops mm-hmm. that were put together rough rough look but that there's a maintenance to that and uh yes if you're not willing to you know go through that maintenance that may not it may look great but it may not be the product for you so right and keep in mind with any countertop that you install you purchase you have in your kitchen you cannot take a hot pan out of the oven and place it in the same spot every day and expect nothing to happen to your countertop even if you're using the uh, granite you still need to use your hot plates and your trivets if you're using a crock pot, even, I would use a hot plate underneath of it. Um, even with a granite, once you remove that crock pot, that can still crack your granite. It can leave kind of a haze on it. And Is that dependent upon the, the, the quality of the granite, too? I think Is that's that just a, across the board, best way to maintain your countertop. Practice, yes. Yeah. Um, so that you don't have any issues. And it's interesting because some of the training that I've been through um, with the granite and quartz companies, they can literally, they have these tools. They can come in and determine what happened to your countertop, whether it was heat or you used a knife on it and there's some particles in your granite and you think that you have messed up your top. Well, actually, it's shards from your knife that have stuck into the top of your granite. that's something that he mentioned yesterday, like on a quartz material and and there was there was another one that like if you take a key and rub it it looks like you've scratched it but it's really the lead from your key right that's on there that you can get out mm-hmm. so it really depends on the what what you have on the surface and things like that so anything else with with tops what about and he was talking about marble uh he, this is a great analogy he said he said if you if you're a vintage car person mm-hmm. you realize that it's a vintage car and there's going to be some maintenance, right? And it's it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. He said, if that's the type of person you are, then you might like marble, right? But marble is a it's a softer stone. Mm-hmm. We had one we did in a bathroom that the the veining and some of the epoxy that they used to fill some of the places in marble, um, there was some water that continually dripped in one spot, and it kind of you know eventually wore all that spot out. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with all of the countertop trends right now, um, you can really, there's so many options out there. I mean, laminate has completely changed. It's such a better product now. So if you're wanting to remodel your kitchen and you just don't have the budget for like a more, a marble or a quartz or a granite, there are laminates out there that are textured that can look like a granite material. Um, again, use your, your caution when 
the hot pans and all of that with any of these countertops. But a laminate product has really come a long way. So you can remodel your kitchen and have that similar look and maybe not have to absorb the cost of what a quartz or granite might might cost you. Yeah, and that's he was saying that yesterday. He's a stone uh, company, but he said, I love laminate. You mm-hmm. know, you can't go wrong with laminate. It's what we've all had in our houses for years, and it's come a long way. They've, they've really taken high-definition pictures of other stones and things and turned those into laminate now. And uh, there's so many different choices when it comes to laminate. Now, the and the finishes depend on if, you know, if you do go with a square edge, you're still going to see that line, you yes. know, that when it when you're laminating that and that that piece, but yeah, and laminate, and well, with all tops, you're saying you still want to use hot plates and things like that. I had my one of my my daughters put a uh, hot pan right on to the um, countertop the other night, and um, we're like, you can't you can't do that. You've got to put a and we have lam- laminate tops. Uh-huh. And it didn't burn it or anything like right. that, so it was it was a good quality laminate, but. She she had the um, she had the thought that well it's it's a countertop why not right you know? why can't you just put mm-hmm. on and a lot of people do have that yeah thought. and even when you get when you go from laminate to stone I mean my first thoughts too are if I've got a stone it's it's a piece of stone yeah that came out of it I can just put a hot plate on it if I want to why mm-hmm. not right so anything anything else there with with countertops and um, one of the let's talk about edges um, he talked about. You know, still the rounding off of edges mm-hmm. are good. Thinking about, you know, we have one client that didn't want that. She wanted, she did want a true square corner, but you also have to think about the location of that. If it's right, if, if it's you have little kids and that's I have hip. a four-year-old and that's about her head height. Every time she walks past our island, I get a little bit nervous because we have the square corners. But if you um, think about how do you utilize your space and walk throughout your kitchen you may want to have those rounded edges and you can do like a bullnose edge profile and they can round those at a certain radius to make it a little easier if you happen to hit it with your hip or your child bumps their head that sort of thing and they can even do a a slight you know ease of that edge Mm -hmm. where it still looks almost like a corner but it's still rounded off right yes and still looks good so what about waterfall Edging and things like that. We we haven't really done a lot of those. Um, have so you guys? They're they're really pretty. Um, I would say the cost is obviously more because you you need more product, and you usually see it with like a granite or a soapstone um, type product. But those waterfall edge edges that are, for example, on an island, are very popular and trendy right now as well. And the cost of it, it's it's if you can afford to do this, you can probably do any tile you want, but. Uh, Doing the, the countertop material up the wall for the backsplash. Right. We've done we've done quite a few of those, and that's real. Is that a trend? I mean, is that trendy? Is that is that going to last? Is that what's what's your it thoughts is. on that? In Owensboro, we don't see that as much, but I think we're a little behind on the trends. The way that things are just set up, Lexington's probably a little more forward on trends than we are right now. But we'll we'll get there. Things work that way. Um, the cost of it is more. Because um, it's obviously your granite is on your backsplash, and I think they make that a thinner, much thinner product, so you can still have your outlets and things. But majority of what we see is that you run your countertop straight to the wall, and you don't have any kind of four-inch backsplash or anything, and then you start a tile 
backsplash, whether it be a mosaic, subway towel. That's mm-hmm. that's the trend we're seeing right now. Yeah, and that's that's what we do the majority of too. And the the thing about tile backsplash, so getting into grout, you know, we use what's called power grout, which has got the sealer built into it. But also, we'll do an extra step and add another sealer when we get done. Which you don't have to do any sealing to that afterwards. But with thinking of grease splattering and you know things like that, what is what's the um, is there any products used for backsplashes that shouldn't be used or that are better performing than others that you've seen? Or? That's funny that you say that because the point of a backsplash is so that it the grease and that sort of thing while you're cooking gets on the backsplash and not on your drywall. Um, there's a lot of textured looking backsplash out right now that is um, very porous. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend that <sighs> for a backsplash. <laughs> yes, in your kitchen, that might be pretty in your bathroom or even just as a border somewhere. But as far as your backsplash, you want that to be clean uh, or easy to clean and smooth. Um, so that porous tile or mosaic tile that you're seeing out there today may not be the best choice for your backsplash area. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's good on there, and, and that's um, we've done some too. Where even if you have a, say you have a, a stone top now, and you've got the four inch backsplash, maybe mm-hmm. you don't have a, a backsplash above that. You've seen where does it look good to leave that and tile above that, or try to take that off? And I think either can be done. Um, I'm always with my design. And the way that I try to implement things in people's homes, I want the design to look like it was meant to be that way, that it was never an afterthought. Even when we do additions and things, I want them to be adequate to the rest of the home. I don't want it to look like something that was an afterthought. Um, So with that, the only thing that I would say is that may look as if it were an afterthought, but it, it can also, I mean, if you do it the right way and you have your contrast of colors and things, it can probably look okay. But in my opinion, I would take off the four-inch backsplash and just do a tile straight tile, up. Yeah, and that's and that you're speaking right to the heart of everything we we try to do at JNR Construction uh, for years. Is yeah, we want to make it look like it's been part of the home, and that's what we were talking about opening up before you got here. Um, we're you know we're we're doing a lot of open concept, open open up walls for space and enlarging kitchens and things like that. But when you open up that space and you do a kitchen that may look great in a magazine and you want that's what you want but then it how does it flow with the rest of the house so right looking at it from all the different angles and different rooms that you're going to be in and how that is going to be cohesive in that so what else uh any what else in kitchens that uh um some other trends that i've seen that are really popular right now are just the tile that um is patterned and as you piece the, the pieces together it becomes kind of like a puzzle and that it's kind of a showpiece, whether you use it on your backsplash or on your floor. Um, it just kind of makes a little bit of artwork, I guess, to say. Are people in that doing area. that? Um, maybe, maybe you do a plain subway tile, like for a backsplash, but then do that uh, where the where the stove is. Is that? Yeah, you can see that. Also in showers, um, people may do like a roping around that pattern tile and just have kind of a, like I said, like an art piece within their shower surround. Um, it just adds a little contrast, and you can also pull colors from that that can be used throughout your space, whether it be your kitchen or bathroom. So that's a very popular item right now as well. What about um, any any appliance 
uh, trends other than stainless and black and some blues are coming out but yes counter so. depth worth is full depth and you know full fridges and right well counter a lot of people don't know that there's such thing as a counter dot a counter depth refrigerator but there is um, what is that what does that mean what is it what so is it's it? just a lesser depth so your standard refrigerator is always going to be about 36 inches wide now but there's a lesser depth which gives you less cubic feet inside of your refrigerator and the doors are the only thing that really stick out past your countertop so you can open your doors freely because um, sometimes it, that's the big elephant in the room right <laughs> kitchen, if you're wanting an you island or something and you just don't have the room around that refrigerator so that can help with that as well but um the, like the champagne color of appliances is coming out. I know you've probably seen that in some hardware, but they're also coming out with appliances. I think it's actually Whirlpool has like a champagne color that looks really nice in like a modern style kitchen. Have you seen the new uh, Delta faucets that talk to Alexa? No, I haven't. So you can, um, Delta now has a smart faucet that talks to your Alexa. Huh. And you can say, Alexa, pour me 140 milligrams of water. Wow. Of hot water, you know, in it. Mike know. in Owensboro would love that. He loves his gadgets. <laughs> He's all about, he just put Alexa in our office, and at first I didn't like it, and now I'm like, Alexa, volume four. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. But, yeah, there's, and that's, we don't even have time. We may do a part two of this show about kitchens, but technology and kitchens are 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 becoming more and more. Um, we had a, heard a story, uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, the, I'll leave you with this, uh, um a kid got grounded from their phone on from using Twitter. So they went and were tweeting from the refrigerator. Oh, wow. <laughs> smart. Yeah. From the screen that's on the refrigerator. Oh, there's so. refrigerators now where you can be at the grocery and get on your phone and look to see if you need milk or eggs from the inside of your refrigerator. That's wild. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Skinny. Thanks for uh, joining us this week and uh, make it a great week. And... Um, Keep looking up. Remember, if everything's important, then nothing is. Have a great week.